Yo, yo, yo. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. This is a podcast where we come to talk about mental health, wellness, peace, tranquility, healing, but more importantly, community. Thank you for tuning in again to one of the greatest shows ever published, ever. And I am one of your hosts, Good Life underscore Rush. You can follow me by that name on all social media. And you can buy both of my books on Amazon. Just search me in Good Life for Us. Hey, hey, it's the bipolar ghostwriter, aka Aaron Zendula. Hey, you can catch me on all platforms, especially with Good Life for Us now. So, yeah, stay tuned, tap in. What's up, everybody? Feels like we haven't done this in a while. I know y'all been hearing episodes every Monday. Um, We have been putting out a lot more episodes than usual. So we're going to keep the Monday thing going, the Monday train rolling, and still have those episodes for y'all on Saturday as well. So make sure you tune in to all the new content we have coming out. There is a rhyme and reason behind everything. Mm -hmm. And thank y'all for rocking with us. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Ashe, Ashe. Definitely paying homage. We definitely respect and appreciate you all because man y'all just keep us going and since we're going into another year you know we're always here for solutions you know we're here to appreciate what we've been through so you know paying gratitude to self you feel me and you know appreciating your journey appreciating you feel me and we appreciate you all because you all have been a part of our journey so Mm -hmm. you know good life you hear me we appreciate y'all and it's a long journey um talk to a lot of uh, acquaintances, friends. I see things on social media lately. Uh, people speaking about how, you know, this is a, a hard time for them all the way around, not to mention the journeys they're already on in their life. You know what I mean? So something we have to keep in mind is the journey's long. So you have to pack for a long journey. You got to prepare for a long journey. But if you make the journey to the weekend, you only prepare for, for that time. If it's to your birthday, you prepare for that time. So I know it's easy to reflect on the year at the end of the year, but the end of the year should be your reflection time and then your time preparing for next year and getting ready for what you're going to do. And I'm not a big goal person, but if goals your thing, you know what I mean? Setting goals for the next year that that you want to reach. See me, I just, I review my years and I look back on that year and then I ask myself, you know, how, did that, how does that make me feel? Uh, I try to really personalize the conversation. Like, how do you feel with what you've done this year? Do you feel like you helped people? Do you feel like you've taken more than you've given? Do you feel like you learned anything? And that honest truth is what is going to help propel you into next year. It's going to be that mo- momentum going into next year. Because it could be one or two things. Either you had a good year or a bad year. But both of those can be motivators to move forward. So, And that's preparing for the whole journey. Because in a 100-year journey, two bad years isn't, I mean, that's a blemish. You know what I mean? So we got to put these things in perspective. But when you're planning for tomorrow, when you're planning for a few weeks out, that's going to affect your year. Because then it's going to affect the weeks after, the months after. It trickles into a depressive period. It trickles into a self-reflection where you don't like what you see, period. So we have to prepare for these checkpoints, for these moments. It could be your birthday. It could be January 1st. It could be March 3rd, whatever you want to do with us. But it has to be a day that you feel and you know you can stick to. You know, how do, how do you do with the journey? Mm, man, so my journey, like you said, uh, prepare prepare for the worst, but hope for the best. Um, that definitely hits different after, you know, especially when you plan for something and life hits you, you know what I mean? And that's something that, you know, most don't prepare for, but it's like when you do prepare for it, it hit like, damn, man, like it probably wasn't uh, according to your time period, point blank, you know, like times of the essence. And with my experience, um, that's pretty much taught me in a different way because man, like the journey is not easy. You know what I mean? You know, and we talk about it all the time. You know, we talk about my journey and stuff like that. Like, it's been up and downs. and But in the process, I definitely generate order, destroy, and try to weigh my pros and my cons and see what I have learned and who I have taught anything to. Like, you know, have I been healing or have I been 
draining people of their energy. Like, have I been a burden? You know, like, mm. kind of different ways of how to work it. And with my journey, um, whenever I do feel like I'm a burden, I definitely walk away. And it's like, at that time when I walk away, people are like, no, you know, that's the born, the time where we need you to kind of reach out. Because I don't reach out. You know what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. do any of that. Like, I do it to... A mind where it needs to be transformed from doing everything by myself. You know what I'm saying? So, definitely have been up and down with a little bit of everything. So, I've come to the point of balance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Trying to look at things holistically is easier said than done. And when you do that, Mm -hmm. you still are relearning life. You know what I'm saying? So, it's definitely been pillars that I've gone through. And breaking down my natal chart makes me get an understanding of why I go through certain things. And tapping into my Akashic records, like, you do gain more knowledge as you grow, and some knowledge you already know just automatically come out, like, we were talking about that last night on the, um, sacred group, and, um, some things just come out, you don't even know, and then you start questioning yourself, like, your ego be like, mm, was that true? Like, you really don't know what you're talking about. Right. But then when you go back and research it, it was some real ish, like, it was automatic download, a channel that, you know, your higher self automatically threw out there, because your ego, like, we were talking about that earlier, like, Right now, we're in a time of your ego battling with your higher self. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, it's definitely a time of shadow work that needs to be done because you're battling yourself. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, And education. That's mm-hmm. what I got from what you were saying. Like, mm-hmm. you, you educated yourself. Mm-hmm. You applied knowledge. That's knowledge that's out there. You know what I mean? It's common knowledge, but there comes an understanding to where you can know something but not really get it. Mm-hmm. You dig? And you giving yourself that education, that's the pre- that's part of the preparation. Mm-hmm. That's a part of the preparation that you do along the journey. Mm-hmm. When you're climbing up the mountain, they got different stops and checkpoints. So there's things you have to get at level two. You don't need to get to level two. You get it when you get there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you can also, like... You can only prepare so much. That's that's the side I think they don't teach us in school that, you know, a lot of people don't speak about. There's only so much preparation. Yeah, yeah. Then, then comes heart and courage and determination. You know what I mean? And inspiration and motivation. Things, mm-hmm. again, that happen along the journey. Mm-hmm. You don't start with all those things. You got to learn to inspire yourself along the journey. Mm-hmm. You know, and those moments of inspiration come from education. Those moments of inspiration come from sometimes just stopping where you are, catching your breath, observing your surroundings. You know what I mean? And like I do that shit in real life. Like when I go to a new city, I'm just gonna observe. I'm gonna go to a new area and just look at landmarks. You know what I mean? I, I need to know where I am, but for for several reasons. You know what I mean? But for mostly, it's just because like. I want to get out. Mm. I want to explore and experience some of these things, you know, for part of it is obviously for safety. You need to know where you are. You know what I mean? So when we start adopting these type of mindsets in, you feel me, like our routine, they start trickling into your everyday life. They trickle into your job, your relationships, your work. So if you're starting out the year and you got a laundry list of 10 things you got to work on, you know what I mean? Let's kind of common denominator like let's divide that down into a couple things that affect those 10 things you feel me and mindset is one of those things like you gotta get your mindset right before you even embark on the journey mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like that's when people gotta start sitting and chilling you know what i mean like kind of relax like you know let like you say like you've done all that you had to do at a point in time so that's when you become like the full card comes in at this time because you're letting go and you're just giving trust into the divine, which people don't even see the face. You feel me? People haven't really experienced it just like with their Jesus, you know what I mean? With so on and so forth. But it's like, you're letting go into exactly, exactly. (laughs) You're letting go into something that you trust. You feel me? That's bigger than you and something that you just like when you're in the womb, you know, you trust that, you know, whatever's around you is your protector. You feel what I'm saying? So it's just, a moment of that you just don't know you feel what i'm saying yeah. but you know it sounds like that so and it's definitely and it's and it's instinct but even then that's the point having just instinct isn't alone like at some point you got to act on instinct at some point you have to move like you actually believe this instinct mm-hmm. you dig what i'm saying and a lot of times we're blocking our blessings it's because people are trying to stick to this grain that goes against your natural grain. Mm-hmm. 
You feel me? And the only way you'll know is by going into something completely open. You feel me? That's why I talk. I can talk shit about church because I was open when I went to church. Mm-hmm. I actually tried it out. You mm-hmm. feel me? I actually prayed at night and did all that shit. You dig? And the results it gave me wasn't for me. And that's how I know I'm not biased because I don't just tell people, oh, I don't go to church. You feel me? It didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. That's not my speed. Mm-hmm. You dig? But people hang out in a lot of places I would never hang out. Right. So I'm not, you know, I'm not the belief police. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just here to show people like my perspective and my testimony. And what I learned is the journey changes along the journey. Mm -hmm. Like one of my favorite sayings is like the best plan is like, you know, changing the plan (laughs) It's throwing the plan out. You feel me? And like being that mutable, being ready and adaptable. Like, okay, if the plan change, I don't want to get too stuck to the plan. I don't want to, you know what I mean? Just have to live by the plan and the structure, mm-hmm. which a lot of that was programming. It was what school was telling you to do. It was what the home was telling you to do. Was your plan. Mm-hmm. But you feel me like the genesis of it did not come from you. When you That's what shadows work is for. You're supposed to mm-hmm. dig down deep to see the origin of this belief. And when you realize it's not you, that's when you destroy. Mm-hmm. You feel me? When you realize damn, somebody else put this in my head. It's not the time to be upset at them. It's the time to still look within and realize I had to believe this for this to become true. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it definitely takes you to want to take that risk into a field of the unknown. Because we were talking about the before, like being comfortable, like what you being comfortable in a program that doesn't make sense to you, doesn't make sense to your body. You know, you listening to your body is the only way you're going to figure that out. Exactly. Just giving time to self to figure stuff out, to yeah. generate stuff. So And trusting your body. Mm-hmm. Exactly. To let you know, like, this probably ain't it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it definitely sends you signs different ways. And you know what I mean? And along that journey, you got to be prepared for that friction, that tri- type of triggering. Because like we said before, like, those triggerings are a part of activation. You know, when you are changing, just like a molecule, you know, that's not a comfortable thing. Like, you know what I mean? You're changing, you're forming, you're transforming, you know it's going to another level so you know just like when you see like a wolf coming from human to a wolf or you see a vampire or anything oh, it's hurts. never comfortable you know what i'm saying They're breaking so, their bones yeah literally you know just like how we grow new teeth and you know the whole process of that is never comfortable going through puberty you know what i mean it's never comfortable so like we were saying before like if you're comfortable right now something's wrong something needs to change that's when you really need to go check and see what's up because that's the time of yeah. transforming into 2022 to 2023. And that's a huge transformation of power, of energy. You feel what I'm saying? So with you knowing that, you know right now is the time of that. So you're being forced and feeling different sunken places, different yeah. you know, shadows. It's probably reappearing from the before because it's like we need to cleanse this and purge this out yeah. before next year so that it won't hit you to where you can't handle it. Because if yeah. that mindset trickles in, you're going to pass up some of the potentially the best moments of your life. Mm-hmm. If your, you know what I mean, genesis is like your, your overall thinking, you feel me? The thing you tell yourself is, you know, if it hurts, I'm going to run away or I'm not going to do it. That could prevent you from doing a lot of things. Mm-hmm. A lot of things hurt. Relationships hurt. Sports hurt. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like. That's mm-hmm. I seen a lot of times was people's like, oh, I don't get a tattoo. It's because of the pain. Mm-hmm. But the irony is when you put that pain in context that this thing's going to be on you forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that pain ain't so bad. You right. know what I mean? But when you just trying to live in that moment, when you just trying to focus on that pain, your mind is going to over exaggerate the pain mm-hmm. because your mind is just practical. Again, our mind doesn't think in context of good and bad. Mm-hmm. It's just practical. It just is. Mm-hmm. So if you say pain, they're going to try to associate with pain you've been through, which mm-hmm. the ones that you remember is some of the worst pain you've ever been through. Mm-hmm. So now you imagining something that could happen is already over exaggerated before you got out the gate mm-hmm. so you're planning to fail now you have a plan your plan just ain't gonna get you nowhere you know mm-hmm. what i mean so if you understand all that and you understand you're still planning you might as well plan to succeed you might as well now affect your plan versus just letting the plan happen to you you dig what i'm saying and crossing your fingers and i always say in that situation it's the worst possible thing that can happen if the plan works out for you because mm-hmm. now you get into delusion, really, really thinking this works. This is the way you dig. Mm-hmm. So 
I love when I fail. It reminds me this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. Or if this is what you're supposed to be doing, you need to get better. You need to take it more seriously. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If this is something you're going to be doing the rest of your life, put everything you got into it. Mm -hmm. If this is something you just want to come enjoy and do, like if I was to go ice skating or play tennis, you know what I mean? Like I ain't going to be trying to go to (laughs) to win a, a championship. You feel me? Like... So I don't have to go extremely hard. But when it comes to something I do, like writing, Mm -hmm. that's the moderation. That's the balance. I'm doing the same thing, but I'm doing it to a different frequency. You Mm -hmm. dig what I'm saying? So we can't also just live on one plane. Mm -hmm. And that's what a lot of people try to do. They just try to live on the happiness plane. Mm -hmm. And truly, they they barely go there. Mm -hmm. Because the people that actually live there realize, happiness. this is a choice. Mm-hmm. I got to wake up every day and choose this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I could easily be a complainer and be like you. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So it's like I got to do this every single day. And, and the complainer doesn't understand that. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The consistency behind that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's their mindset. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So once we start getting to that core of like, why do I think this way? What am I thinking? Where has my thinking been getting me? And where am I trying to go? Mm-hmm. Answering these questions and re-answering these questions, manifesting these kind of things, manifesting healing and not just prosperity, not just material. You dig what I'm saying? Like manifesting some real shit mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be scary. If it wasn't scary, motherfuckers would have already been doing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you got to be tested. Everybody has to be tested. If it was comfortable, people could just, would just walk in and out. Mm-hmm. So it has to be one of the hardest things you ever had to do because you got to commit to it. But the reward is it's the hardest thing you ever had to do. So once you conquer that shit, you can do anything. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. once you... You know, sometimes when you think of it like, you know, the challenge is part of the activation. So that's part of the source. You feel me? That's the part of diplomacy. Like you have mm-hmm. to go through these certain things to get to a certain point. So having the passion of hitting these challenges and, you know, that pretty much prepares you, like you said, to for everything because, you know, you're preparing for the worst, you know, but hoping for the best. But it's just like right. a, part of ignition a type of ignition you know it's communication like Mm -hmm. hoping and wanting for something is acknowledging that you don't have it and acknowledging Mm -hmm. you ain't ready y'all seen that dick gregory uh (laughs) snippet hope you hear me you hear me that's what he was talking about like you're not getting nowhere with hope you're not getting nowhere with procrastinating waiting for tomorrow you know what i'm saying you're not getting nowhere because tomorrow never comes we're constantly in a state of today in a state of being present and for us to use magic when we use spirituality is to step outside of that presence It's to step into a realm to where we can still see ourselves and be present and not be on autopilot. You dig what I'm saying? But we can think we can feel it. And you know, it's a different realm because like time doesn't exist there. Like when you meditate, even when you like really in a. um. Damn, I can't even think of the word. <laughs> but when you want psychedelic, when you're in a psychedelic state, you know what I mean? Like when you high, <laughs> when you sleepy, like time does not pass normally how you would perceive it to pass. You feel me? You're in a realm of truth where there is no time. It's just space. It's opportunity. So now you can either, you know, become a prisoner to time because you're worried you don't have enough time or I didn't use my time wisely. Or you can realize there's no time. So you can create as much as you want to do. You can love as much as you want to do. You can learn as much as you want. You can travel as much as you want. So now that time is not working against you. It's become your ally because you realize it's not a real thing. And then your moderation becomes learning to also live within that time because you still got to be at the doctors at 9 a.m. You still got to pick such and such up at 3 p.m. You dig what I'm saying? So that's now how we can jump between them shifts and realms of of possibility is. But you got to believe that this exists and your belief, you feel me, is just part of it, a fraction of it. Like you said, the actual currency is the challenge. The challenge is like that nigga with his hand out like, all right. You got, you got, you got it. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. the sign right there, say how much it costs. Mm-hmm. You got it, or you just gonna stand there it looking at right the here. sign, right? Thinking about all the other do. stuff you could be using this currency for. Mm-hmm. You dig? Mm-hmm. And that's just level one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel me? So this is the start of it. This is just, yeah. yeah. So you gotta give yourself that context and realize, mm-hmm. like we're young. We're not young in a sense of Earth age. We're young in a sense of. 
a lot of the things around the time that we get and we got and we do, history was not at this point. It was at this point for the prominent and the prodigies and the elite. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But the average person, they did not, they was not like this at this age. This would be more so like a 50-year-old, 55-year-old. You know what I mean? So then think about that mind and that body. That's really what they're, that's why a lot of them be so bitter is because they get it now. But they don't got the physicality and they the momentum and the that. stamina <laughs> to make it happen anymore. They've lost their physical ability to do magic. You mm-hmm. dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's why a lot of times, too, this is a young person's game. Even when you mm-hmm. see, like, Disney magic and shit, mm-hmm. the wizard, they usually show them young. Mm-hmm. And they only give you the old version to symbolize how long they've been practicing this mm-hmm. and doing like this. Been doing Not it, the yeah. fact that now they old, they get it. Mm-hmm. They've been no. practicing this their whole life. Yep. The gray beard, every inch is That's how long I've been man. doing yeah, this. Facts, facts. And <laughs> I'm just here to guide you because I know you about to shit on everything. You, so you just needed a little guidance. Yeah. And so that was the wise one. That mm-hmm. symbolism is something we can apply to our lives. That's why I love movies so much. It wasn't because like, oh, I want to act and walk and talk like them. Mm-hmm. It's because they're giving you new philosophies. All of this art and stuff came from somewhere. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. This came from people's minds and shit. You mm-hmm. feel me? So for them to put that out there, a lot of them, that was their only act was to push that message forward. So a lot of us don't receive that message because we can't because it's too much. It would break like it broke them. <laughs> you feel me? Mm-hmm. It would break you yeah. to receive that message and you're not ready for it. You yeah. dig? That's why if you scared, go to church. Do yeah. you hear me? It's that, safe there. It hit so different last night when we was in this life because... When you really listen about it, because when you're going through spirituality, you're going to see stuff that you're not prepared for. But it's like yeah. you ask for this, but it's like you just don't know how it's going to hit, when it's going to hit, none of that. So it's like you just got to be prepared for whatever. So it's like you when you see a miracle, you can't run from it. Yeah. You feel, well, I'm saying miracles because that's why we how they said they talk about whatever. So yeah. a lot of this stuff that was prophesied and everything like that, like it's hitting different now. Like he said, we're in a whole nother time, but it's like portals have been opening through this whole process you right. know what i'm saying so different energies everywhere and it's original energy that's been out before and you know it's unleashing you feel me it's a whole process within the numbers and everything so it's like with you coming through this time you know you have to be prepared for stuff that has basically not just been from you you feel what i'm saying energy that's been built from others you know everything so it's like when you hang with certain people, like pretty much whatever they manifest, it could be kind of twindle into your manifestation too. So it's just mm-hmm. kind of like being aware that shit can just pop off anytime, anytime. anytime. And it's like when you're scared, go to church because that's when you're going to start running. But it's like when you know something spiritual, you can't run from that. You're going to know forever. So it's going to haunt you in your dreams. You're going to be, you definitely going to be in front of that pew praying to Jesus because that's where you, that's the only way. You're like, Lord, take this from me. I didn't even want it. Yeah. I don't know what it was, you know, it, it came, this is what it is. Cause it definitely make you run with your tail between your legs. So yeah. and, that's, and that's nature. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Look into nature. When, if you look at most either apex predators or predators, like they like, they food scary. They mm-hmm. want you fearful when you running around. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that fear is what's attracting all that shit that's coming to you. Mm-hmm. When you stand on your own and put your two feet down, you know what I mean? And you like, look, this is the direction I'm going, this direction I'm going. I ain't gonna let nothing pull me this which way. I ain't gonna let nothing pull me backwards. Like, I'm mm-hmm. going this direction. You mm-hmm. dig what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. there's times you have to do it scared. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is literally like these things. This is what I was pulling my magic from. Cause I, this is why I love documentaries. I had to look up the greats, I had to listen to them. And they all were saying the same thing along the journey. Like, at this point, I ain't wanna do this shit no more. At this point, I was fair for my life, and I had to do it anyway. At mm-hmm. this point, I lost somebody who started with me. I thought was always going to be there. At this point, the new person came in, and now hey, they, it's better than ever. Like mm-hmm. It's always that same journey. We all are going through the same battles. The difference is we have different emotional capacities. The difference is we have different will and different motivation, and a lot of that comes from the past, not things that happened to you in the past, how you handled those situations in the past. Mm-hmm. So the first step, the detoxing of magic is forgiveness, forgiving yourself for that version of yourself you felt you had to create in that situation for survival. 
Because now you're not in a state of survival no more. So you neither feel need to feel guilty about that person or keep dressing like that person and wearing your hair like them and looking like them and feeling like them. Because if you don't want to be that no more, it's time to get rid of that. Mm-hmm. No matter what it is, it doesn't it doesn't serve you. It doesn't feel good. So we're not living to feel good now. That's reading your body. Your body's telling you and your body knows. Mm-hmm. It knows everything. When it don't want this, it's going to throw that shit up. When it's around something it can absorb, it absorbs it you dig what i'm saying when it's pushing shit out you gonna smell it you gonna feel it like your body knows so now we have to learn to listen to our bodies but we can't because we're in our heads and we're in our heads because our mindset because of how we're handling every situation our memories only work so far in the past a vivid actual good memory i say about two years but 10 years you're gonna remember some shit here and there but you can't tell me what you wore every day when you were 10 and what you ate and how you dress and how you talked you're not of that mindset anymore how i look at it you're in a different lifetime you're a whole completely different person the essence of you is still similar but even then that essence of you is just an immaculation of your experiences, what people have told you about you, how people have dated you, how people have shopped with you and dealt with you, you did, how, how they were upset with you. You feel me? So a lot of people are stuck holding on to that and they feel like this is really them. That's really what you're battling. That's that depression. You're trying to play all these different roles that this person said you was. And now you in your head like, damn, is that Emma? Is that what it is? You feel what I'm saying? So if you're already going to get to that point, start at that point. Mm-hmm. I come into it without the emotion. You a bad dad. I go home like, damn, Emma, I know what's up. But I I can question, again, that challenge is the test. I can question it because I know the answer. If you come in here and tell me, like, I'll give you everything you want, like, you got to answer one question. All right, babe, what is it? Two plus two. (laughs) Motherfuckers going to be in there dancing, taking their shirt off rich. I got everything. Two plus, is this a trick question? You said some people going to say five just because they think this is a trick because that's their mindset. They used to people tricking them. They used to being set up and they held on to that. People have been trying to set me up and trick me and steal from me too my whole life. But I don't play victim. I don't become a circumstance, you know what I mean, of my environment. I decide who I am, no matter what environment I'm in. That's why some people go to jail and feel like they're in prison. Some people go there and become enlightened and awakened. And they feel more freer than they felt outside. That's what lets you know this is a mind thing. And if you can see it, you can believe it. And that's, again, good or bad. So if you see your worst day happening and it's coming, that's what's coming. You feel me? But if we start learning to focus and look at the good in our lives and give ourselves grace for what we're doing, that starts to become part of your vernacular. That starts to become how you talk. When you don't allow people to put that image in your head and speak to you like this and text you like this, this becomes a part of now what you're not receiving, what you're not programmed, tapped into, what you're not applying, what you feed will grow, you dig? Mm-hmm. So if you constantly run that bullshit, it's not that you're a bullshit person. It's that the group is going to change you well before you're going to change the group. You feel me? That's how it always happens. And it's, and it's ironic, but that's the power of this shit. That one person can have the power. You know what I mean? Like... And we've getting to the point now where people are going into a group because they have nowhere to go. Mm -hmm. But if this is a whole bad group and you're a good spirit, that group is going to change you. Mm -hmm. And the same as the opposite. If your spirit is broken, you put yourself in that good group. They're going to change you. Mm -hmm. They're going to heal you. You're going to become of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's definitely um, a part of some people, how they build their armor. So that's a part of the journey, a way of protection you know, way of building your intuition, you know, building, you know, a sense of, you know, where to place your energy, you know what I mean? So journey definitely builds, like you said, when you are experiencing your change, your transformation, you are building armor to protect that. When you're standing in your power, standing in your truth, standing what you've been through and, you know what I mean, humble that this is what you you know, you gain from that battle, you know, you got souvenirs and that souvenir is a part of your, you know, your armor. So it's like, Mm. in a way, you have to go through these certain experiences to know how to protect yourself and know when someone is full shit and know when someone is not. So, you know, it's definitely where you can tell if someone has even been through that journey because like, if it's not, they're just really vulnerable and they're just really just talking. So it's kind of like, you know, through the journey, speaking, you know, personally, I definitely have got to the point where I do need to really focus and listen because I start to sense and see other people's aura. You feel what I'm saying? And that's definitely a part of the journey and experience. And a lot of that 
I tried to block off, block off as a child. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it was like, when you're scared to go to church, I definitely did that in my lifetime. So, mm-hmm. you know, I was a kid, um, definitely asked, asked Jesus, you feel me? I was at that, that pew all the time. You hear me? I asked Jesus, like, take away, you know, the voices, the fights and stuff. Like, man, I got baptized when I was two. Okay. And then remember the story I told you about my brother? When he got baptized, he went through his journey and he you know trusted all in church and everything. But when he was about to, right when he, before he was about to get baptized, you know, the pastor asked him to speak in tongue, you know, so it could make it seem like it was real. And it like shattered everything because yeah. it was just like this straight up fake. And yeah. the way my brother rock, like once he see one BS, yeah, it's, it's over. Right. Like it's dead. That's like you got a de- devil fishy. in here now. I'm out of yeah, here. it's over. I'm now. no fisherman. You hear me? <laughs> like he was, he was about to run out, out to the here. outside and tell everybody it was BS. You hear me? Yeah. Like that's and what we you need know. those experience. And that mm-hmm. was a challenging experience. And that's hurt. And that's mm-hmm. heartbreak. That's loss. Mm-hmm. That's always the things we experience. And we're experiencing these things already so much in our lives and not giving ourselves grace. Mm-hmm. You dig? The the challenge, the battle is not win or lose. It's make or break mm-hmm. at the end of the day. So mm-hmm. if you get through this challenge, you feel me? And it made you conform, that would technically be a loss. Mm-hmm. If you get through this challenge and it didn't break you, you dig? That's a win, technically. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are looking for the win, the reward, the what you went into it looking for. But if I got this lesson from it and it didn't break me mm-hmm. and I've removed it from my life, I shouldn't even speak energy or life into it no more. Mm-hmm. I bury it. Mm-hmm. I put it in the backyard. You feel me? Like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I drink, I go pour out a drink back there. You feel me? <laughs> Fuck with life. the spirits. But mm-hmm. nah, like in my day-to-day life, this thing no longer exists. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what shows you things are good and bad. And that's why we have to learn moderation. That's why we have to do magic. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Because that put me now in a new area, a new, you feel me, position. It, it changed who I was, which that is the epitome of healing trauma creates new trauma Mm -hmm. because then I realized on the back end, like, damn, I'm not paying my son that passed enough respects Mm -hmm. because I created this new mentality, this new mindset. So that shows you your mind is just practical. So now it just applies that to everyone who has passed on, which Mm -hmm. when you now it's hard for people to pay respects to their ancestors. Mm -hmm. It'd be these blocks. Mm -hmm. It's this belief that you have that's blocking all of these things because they fall under that belief you dig what i'm saying and you may not think that in your thinking mind but you 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 know that Mm -hmm. your brain knows that there's parts of our brains we don't we can't tap into so there's things that we're projecting and seeing and feeling that we're not you know what i mean at fault for Mm -hmm. but we're responsible for it because we got to keep shit running and they need us because we got to keep shit running I'm the one that decides if we stay in bed tonight or if we get out yeah. and go work that job. Yeah. So y'all better get it together. But if you don't have that authority in your life, you ain't going to have that authority with yourself. Right. Yourself yeah. going to be telling you what's going on and what you need to do and where you need to be. And yeah, Nah, we ain't going to that. Nah, I mm-hmm. said, you know, text her this, talk about the weave. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, that's mm-hmm. it's calling the shots mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Jesus, take the wheel. You mm-hmm. letting somebody else call the shots. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? So... That thinking brain has to be the most humble and secure to realize this is not your this is not even the part of your mind that has the most information. But this is the part of your mind that needs to understand life and have life skills mm-hmm. and know how to take care of yourself and defend yourself, know how to heal yourself, know how to pour in yourself, know how you when you're pouring too much in the motherfuckers. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like mm-hmm. and once we sync all of these up, you feel me? That's what allows people to live on a high frequency. That's what now the nightmares and shit never goes away. The bad thoughts don't go away. You get them under control. You feel mm-hmm. me? I still have all of those thoughts. Like, mm-hmm. thoughts I was having since I was a child. It's just under control. Mm-hmm. They know who calling the shots. Mm-hmm. Thanks. <laughs> I Thanks. just keep walking forward through the crowd. You can mm-hmm. shout out whatever you mm-hmm. want. I, that mm-hmm. don't affect me. Thanks. Thanks. Like, you know, I probably talked with your ass before. Hell, so. and some of it's true. So, <laughs> right, 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 right. I'm not upset. I can laugh that off because mm-hmm. I know what it is. Mm-hmm. I remind myself what it is. Mm-hmm. And when I don't know what it is, I question myself yo why are you doing this mm-hmm. why are you associating with this person and be honest mm-hmm. if it's just because y'all been cool for 10 years time to chop that up time mm-hmm. to let that go leave that at that 10 years that was y'all's mark you dig but if this is actually something that pours into you 
it leads to the next question. Okay, this is something that pours into me. I should be doing this. How can I pour back into that? Mm -hmm. So once you start answering that question, you get to the next question. Once you're out of questions, you can leave this alone. Mm -hmm. So in five years, when this thought come up again, you already solved it. Just go back to your paperwork, your your work you did. You already solved it. You already figured this out. So you can just get to it like that. Mm -hmm. You dig what I mean? That becomes living a life of security, living a life of knowing. You Mm -hmm. dig what I mean? And then you don't have to avoid shit. I see so many men avoid gay men because they don't. They just don't know. You mm-hmm. dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I know. Mm-hmm. So they can say whatever and we could be cool. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Because I don't... You could ask me whatever. I'll tell mm-hmm. you no. Mm-hmm. I tell you I'm cool. You mm-hmm. dig? That's cool mm-hmm. for you, but I'm cool. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now we can be friends and be... I can treat you like a human being. I don't have to treat you like somebody that's trying to take something from you. Now that we got to understand. You dig what I mean? <laughs> I don't got to treat you like somebody that's trying to rob me or somebody that's mm-hmm. trying to trick me. Mm-hmm. And that's how a lot of these dynamics are built that's why they butt heads so much y'all do relate on a lot of things that probably would be great friends but you have this prejudice against them because of this part of yourself you didn't heal you were a little insecure on there a little shaky and they did the best thing that they can do for you as a friend is show you that Mm-hmm. And now the way you show them you're a good friend and this means something to you is by healing that shit. That's a whole communication y'all done had before we even used the word, before we even addressed seeing what was going on, had to go through a therapist, had to bring a mediator in, before we had to take it to Facebook. Like we already communicated with each other. You feel mm-hmm. me? So when we're communicating with each other already on that natural level, it's because we communicate with ourselves like that. Mm-hmm. It's because you already had that intact. You know what I mean? A lot of people just meet me and they're just like, how do you do this? Because I do that for myself. Mm-hmm. And I do it for myself all, religiously all the time. I, I, I don't skip a day. I don't miss on that. I don't allow people to try to make things priority over that. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and, and I also reciprocate that. I understand when somebody needs their time and space. I understand when you in the lab. I understand when you just don't want to go out. <laughs> I feel that because I live that. So now I have to live that truth. That spirituality is walking and knowing that truth. Not now knowing it when it's convenient for me, but when you're in the same position, now I don't. Now I got amnesia. Mm-hmm. Now I done forgot how these mm-hmm. things go. And people got that selective, selective amnesia down airman. packed. Yeah. They are, y'all masterful at that. See, people masterful at the wrong shit. They be masterful at deceiving you and, and, and wearing costumes and shit. Mm-hmm. But they suck at being transparent, just being real, because the relationship blossoms from that. There is no structure for you. Can't read no book that's going to tell you how to have a perfect relationship or a good relationship at that. You dig? And there is no good man or woman. There's a good man or woman for you, but just because she good for you, don't make her good for me. And a lot of people are living off that programming, that assignment. You know what I mean? Just get married. It doesn't say find your person. It doesn't say connect with this person. First, after you find them, then they come in with the BS like, yeah, you got to be best friends and you got to do this and do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, why wouldn't that come first? Why wouldn't I already want to have that in somebody? And the strongest marriages that I've experienced and talked to, they told me, like, we already knew all of this shit before the paperwork. Mm -hmm. We was already telling each other this before the paperwork. Mm -hmm. The paperwork was just some tax write-off shit. So, you know what I mean? Like, because they wanted my last name, just some, you know, some legacy, some tradition. I feel that. Mm -hmm. But they had intentions behind why they were together. They weren't together for the paperwork. Mm -hmm. You dig what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's a mindset thing. A lot of people are chasing that because they always wanted that. Mommy or daddy or grandma and grandpa had that. That's the standard they made you live up to. They trained you to be a good wife. They trained you to be a good husband and father. You feel me? So then it comes with, again, that other side. Now you're feeling this is all I can do. Mm -hmm. This is all I'm good at. This is my only purpose and value. You dig? Mm -hmm. And that shit, man. It's a mindset. <laughs> a mindset yeah. like. It's a scary mindset. Mm-hmm. It's you don't want to figure out what it really is, so you rather just believe what you were told. Mm-hmm. And that's not being held accountable. You feel me? And that's, you know, being in that sunken place and enjoying that sunken place. Like you said, you think that's the only place that it could be. You feel me? Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know. That's where you're safe. Right. Exactly. And two, it's, it's a means to an end. You know what I mean? The best analogy, especially for a kid, is the monster under the bed. And so many people either never experienced that or conquered that in many different ways, or they still experiencing that. You dig what I mean? Because they live with the monster that was under their bed, but they don't acknowledge this is who that monster was. So their imagination is trying to show them it 
to scare you straight, basically. Like, if you're going to be scary, all right, let me show you some shit that's going to scare you into some damn sense. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And I was a scary kid till I wasn't. Because mm-hmm. it was one night and I was, your boy was tired. Your boy was tired. <laughs> I said, if it's a monster that bad, we just gonna have to go to toe to toe. I looked under the bed, what shit under there. I said, I'm going to sleep. Right. <laughs> I said, I'm going to sleep. I'm done, I'm done with this. I'm done with this. I'm done being scared because I'm tired. And that trumps being being afraid right now because I need my sleep. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, and that is. Man, that's powerful right there because like you have to force yourself through these challenges just so that you can overcome you know what i mean so that you can get back at least comfortable to play yes. about that? i can't see cause I don't have my she said healing means being healing means not being scared to answer the hard questions mm. Mm. absolutely definitely is because sometimes and that's true because i was just gonna say that too because like when you do ask someone did they face the monster under the bed you can tell by the humbleness of their response yeah. If someone like, yeah, if that motherfucker up, yeah. like, okay, yeah, I don't think you did. We be and fighting then, every you know night. I mean? He's right. still there. Right. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, you know, I don't think he you did leave. beat him. You know what I mean? Because it definitely reads so humble. It's like, man, yeah, for real, for that motherfucker. He be inviting homies over and shit. Like, that motherfucker, he ain't no hope for real. He be stealing my roaches. He crazy. Yeah, you know, definitely made a homie. Terrorize. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I fuck with him now and I talk to him. You know, like, little stuff. You definitely, your reason, your response is the reason you live. You know what I mean? Because it tells a lot. Like, it really does. And that shows his levels. Mm -hmm. For people that get to that next level, like, you're going to have to have some demons you're going to have to befriend. Mm -hmm. You feel? You're going to have some demons you're going to have to befriend and hold on to. And that was one that I had to pick up for, like, um my courage on my healing journey you know what i mean because like i really am a carer i give a fuck i care about how people feel about shit you feel me so when i was younger i used to kind of try to dance around it with like learning just new ways to say things and not hurt a motherfucker's feelings mm-hmm. and one of the demons i had to you know be friend and hold on to was being direct and directness and that shit does not feel good that shit does not feel pleasant it don't feel like a hug it feel like you scolding them or you you feel like a parent and a child. Mm-hmm. But man, being direct has like changed my life. Mm-hmm. It changed everything about everything I do business, my relationships, my parenting, you know what I mean? Like everything. <laughs> you that feel me? Because people work. perceive you differently mm-hmm. now too. Mm-hmm. And when you're not being direct sometimes, you look indecisive. You look like you don't know. Mhm. And people see that. Especially a direct person. Mhm. They see the weakness. That's what they dig in on. Yep, they're going exactly. to test because, like, you become the con. That's just this Capricorn. <laughs> what we're talking about right now. That's what we're going into. Going to test your gangster. Yeah, you're going to come across the one that you've been faking all day. You're going to come across that maker. You're going to come across them, and it's going to show you that you you've been faking the wrong. You know what I mean? And yeah. Because you were basically going to a next level yeah. that people have died for. So you're going to meet that gatekeeper that's going to figure out if you've been BSing. You know what I mean? And if you right. really deserve to go ahead and walk on through this door. Because it'd be like that respect thing. Like, all right, all right, my G, you feel me? You made it through. Go ahead, go on in. You feel right. me? But it's a, no, nah, my G, you, you, this ain't for you. You can't sit with us. Your you feel me? You don't deserve it. You yeah. know what I mean? Exactly. And you still got to walk in your truth. Because yep. now that you friends with that buddy, and you got your friends in this realm, and you take them to the bar, and they're like, oh, who did they check out? Like, your word is everything, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I take that shit from, like, mob culture and gang culture. Like, mm-hmm. that voucher is everything. And mm-hmm. I don't just give my voucher out for people. They'll be standing right there. Yo, bro, music legit? Mm-hmm. I'll start whistling. <laughs> you start thinking, hey, like, I told that nigga. They was getting late. Hey, I'm going to head out, y'all. I'm going I'm to head on out. Y'all are not about you. to force me to lie. Because <laughs> I ain't going to do it. Let him tell you. I'm going to head on out. Because... And that's the natural order. That's universal law. Things have to... You got to be honest. You got to tell the truth. And people think that's living in fact. That's why we differentiate between truth and fact. You dig what I'm saying? I'm still learning. And being honest is more about truth. It's being of truth. It's even when it stacks against you, even when you fucked up and everything might fall off, you like, okay, yeah, I fucked up. Mm-hmm. That's honesty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But when you feel like you about to lose everything and you start throwing everybody under the bus... <laughs> Like, that's crazy. That might be your truth, but you're not living honestly. You're not living godly. Mm-hmm. You feel me? You, you you're manipulating your powers. Because you're about to get caught. 
That's yeah. the only reason why you And I guarantee you use those powers to get in that position of everything falling on your ass. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to use them now. Again, you being, you trying to jump between the sides. Mm-hmm. Which shows you was never even at the gate. You created an illusion of the gate and you've been jumping back and forth over that. And people at the gate been watching you. A couple been trying to go out there. They always got to hold them back. Just let them. Mm-hmm. Just let them jump. He's just going to keep trying. He's a He's jumper. <laughs> let them Jump. <laughs> yeah, so it's gonna keep pushing back, back, you know, and we're gonna be right here. And so. now you tin foil guy on the corner, sitting Indian style, talking to yourself, and that's what's happening to them. They've broken a part of their mind to where they don't understand the realms and realities. They feel they're jumping back between both, but it does not work like that unless you are a highly mentally trained, skilled individual. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that will show in your success and you'll have mm-hmm. money. That means you carry yourself a certain way. So in you'll never side. be in a position like that. Mm-hmm. You know how many rich people sleep on each other's couches in their mansions? Mm-hmm. How many people had to live with 50 cent on the way up? Like, yeah. So if you're of a certain quality in person, people go and take you in. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times you on that corner with that tinfoil on your head, sitting talking to yourself because you took yourself out of reality. You took yourself far away from everybody and you miss it, but you're addicted to the, your new reality, so you're trying to jump back and forth. Anytime you get sad, you try to run back and forth. That's cowardice. You feel me? Like That's going against being honest. You're living in your truth because now your truth is a broken truth. Mm-hmm. It can mean many different things, mm-hmm. and that's because you didn't isolate it to mean that one thing. That one truth that you had that you based your whole life apart was faulty. It was fake. It was an illusion, too. That's why you're so good at these illusions. You've been doing illusions your whole life. You've been trying to pretend what it is and what it ain't. You feel me? But the right circumstance, the right person, the right space you should be in doesn't make you have to make those choices. The Mm -hmm. choices are already made for you. I come in here and respect you. So you don't have to wonder if I'm going to respect you or not. Mm -hmm. I come in here and communicate. You don't have to wonder if I'm a communicator or not. Mm -hmm. I come in here being transparent and admitting when I'm wrong. So now that sets the tone for how this goes. Mm -hmm. Ain't a way in hell I'm about to let you live in a way that now you cannot be held accountable. And I have to always be held accountable. Mm -hmm. That's not about to work. So now that's living in my truth. Mm -hmm. And there's situations and dynamics we get into that's like, man, this would be nice to have. This would be a a good change of speed, you dig? The truth is in your communication. It's how you talking about it. Mm -hmm. I don't want anything that's just good to have. I want what's for me. I want mine. Mm -hmm. And if I can sit after all these good things, 99, and that last one is just, is good. it would be good. To, I don't need it. Mm-hmm. This isn't really what I want, mm-hmm. but it would be nice to have, you dig? Mm-hmm. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No deal. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, definitely. And that speaks more volumes about you than the deals you take. The offers you turn down speaks more about you than the ones you take. The people that you, the mates you turn down means more about than the one you actually accept. Mm-hmm. The ones you turned down led you to the one that you accepted. You had to now choose you because you could have went back like, man, I'm easy at going through these levels. Let me play the same game over and up. Man, listen, mm-hmm. I'm that kid. I'm beating this game, taking the cartridge out, putting the next one in. I'm trying to beat this game. Mm-hmm. I want to be good at this now. And at the mm-hmm. beginning, you have to be bad. You're going to suck. You're going to feel like, man. Everybody in the world probably does this better than me. You dig what I'm saying? And that's, again, you communicating with yourself. You're telling yourself now, put more work in this area. Mm-hmm. Prepare more in this area. Give yourself grace more in this area. You did that, right? Mm-hmm. You feel me? You picked the right game. You knew how to start it. You, and sometimes it's that simple because mm-hmm. we have to speak to the child within us because they're the ones that's hurt. Yeah. They're the ones that's damaged. I'm sure adult you was awesome, but that child is constantly pulling you back. As you're trying to move forward, the child's like, no, no, no too scary <laughs> all right come on no 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 that's a challenge uh-uh we weren't good at challenges remember and again you're letting them now lead as as you would different parts of your brain now that child in you has the wheel why are we putting the kid behind the wheel put that motherfucker in the car seat or drop them off to the sitter you feel me or that part of you unfortunately has to be laid to rest and that's a hard process and that's scary that's me how am I doing this to me? You feel me? That's who you were. And as long as you look at at that's me, that's who you're going to remain. But once you realize this doesn't have to be me. See, that's a whole different sentence. This is not a whole big tree and weave of ideas like I painted on a map. It's just you just changing what you're saying. You're changing what you're thinking by changing what you're saying. You're changing what you're feeling by changing what you're saying. You're learning how to read those feelings now through this. So now you got a little routine going. That is your routine. So now when you get knocked off, you're going to start over again. That's life. Everyone always starts over again. Mm -hmm. But we start over in experience. 
That's the difference of everyone's journey. That's why some people are seemingly even to where they are. You feel me? And you're not. But even in then, you don't have context. Because look at a movie. Look at people's relationships. You see those ones where you're like, I know they're great. Mm-hmm. And how you and sis is holding hands and kissing, they wish they wish that was them on a good day. Mm-hmm. They don't never have that. And that's what they really want. The Mercedes is cool. The pool is cool. We don't use it. Mm-hmm. It's cool, though, to have. Mm-hmm. But we want the affection. Mm-hmm. I want your eyes to light up when you see me. I want to just tell my order. You're like, nah, they want this. They want the whole package, you feel mm-hmm. me? But I didn't give you the package that was offered. So for most men, once you accept that, they're not going to give you more than that out of the kindness of their heart. We're not even built like that. We're built to do the job, get the job done, and be done with it and move on to the next job. A man's built like a worker. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what makes me so different. I'm built like a thinker. Mm-hmm. Hell, one of the areas I'm learning in is working. Because <laughs> I can relax. I can kick at, kick back. Because even when I'm doing that physically, my mental's working. Mm-hmm. My mental's always working. I can't even do jobs that doesn't stimulate my mental. That's a result of all these choices I had to make. I wasn't always like this. I hated public speaking. I was a kid that was not going to call out in the class. Like, mm-hmm. I used to not want to wear my glasses and sit in the back just so I couldn't see, just to not be a part just of what was going on. I don't know what's going just yeah, so I really didn't know because I, I, I'm I a know-it-all. So if I would have knew, I would have had to tell you I knew, God damn it. I couldn't yeah. lie and say I don't know. Yeah. And I got to correct the teacher on a few things. You know, we got to go into this. Yeah. Oh, and that's my kids. That's my kids. And I was that kid. I was a did you know kid. <laughs> did you right, know Mount Everest <laughs> <laughs> I mean I did you know every strangers mm-hmm. people I'm pretty sure I don't know if they sleep or dead on the sidewalk sir <laughs> hey, you there? did you I know did. it's bad for your lumbar system to be laying like that on the curb <laughs> <laughs> like you should know that that was that was my childhood with my mom. It was constantly her. You don't you can't say that. Don't say and I'm just look I'm waiting for the answer. Like I'm sir, seriously. Let me know. Did, did you, you know you did, shouldn't did, be sleeping you? like that? It looks did uncomfortable, you? sir. You're all hunched over. Like did did, did you know it's cold as fuck? Where's, where's right. your blanket? Right. I just didn't um, get it. You feel yeah. me? And I definitely hit different. You know, it does. Like you said before, like man, I I have, I've grown with that, you know yeah. what I mean? Because some things be like, it just has to be said. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just some, like, you know, that type of download. Like, you know, it becomes that motherly or, you know, fatherly type of thing. Like, well, you know, did you know you're supposed to kind of do that? That's you big know, mama energy. Let's call it what there. it is. What? It's Pops too. That's you big mama me? energy. Like, it's a little whatever. You Pops know, is usually there. quiet as hell. That's big mama he energy. Gonna, well, okay, Pops is the after result. <laughs> he backs like, up you know, the big so, mama. And if we got bringing that big guns or artillery, we going in together. Because he basically, like, you know, so did you enjoy what you did? Yeah. You know, did And that's that, trust. You feel me? Because like you said, Mama, she definitely going to be uh, probably like oh, a few protected. steps ahead. Like, you yeah. know, well, did you? Right. And she well, usually gets you. him on board. Like, yo, this yeah. one. And just give me the details. So this mm-hmm. is what happened. They said this, hit this kid's suspension. Mm-hmm. All right, bet. What'd you do? You feel mm-hmm. me? And then we can lead in that. And that it now becomes the that man's balance. submission. Mm-hmm. And men naturally fucking do that. You feel me? But men aren't giving themselves grace for that because it's not being identified. And again, that's not a man or woman problem. It just is what it is. It's not being identified. We have to submit to, especially in parenting. You know what I mean? Most of all in parenting. Like, that's where we got the most issues at. It's because, again, people still healing from their parents. So you still questioning the type of parent you are. But you're not giving yourself grace that that's good parenting. Like, when I question the type of dad I'm being, that's being a good dad. I'm caring enough, like... Yo, is, should I change this? Should I do this differently? And then through doing my routines and work, it's either nah, you know, do this the same or I could tweak this. Mm-hmm. I could have said what I said to them without saying that part. You know what I mean? I didn't have to call them ugly. Like, okay, like I could have left that out. <laughs> <laughs> that was <so> harsh. <laughs> That's younger me taking the wheel. They sit back. Get in the seatbelt. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Damn. <laughs> And that's the whole premise of everything, you know, is not your fault, but you're still responsible for it. So when you start to live responsibly, you'll live honestly, you'll live in your truth consistently, no matter how scary it is, no matter how direct you have to be, no matter who you lose in the process. That's what the morning's for. Things will be lost. You dig? But if it could be lost, it was never yours to begin with. So bury it. Learn what you learn from it and now honor it 
by applying that lesson that you learned. But you don't honor these things by not learning from them and these experiences. I was bitter as hell when the motherfucker was breaking my heart mm -hmm. until I grew up and realized I needed that. Mm -hmm. I needed to see how I don't want to be treated. Yeah. So now I don't even have to deal with that in the future because now I don't even attract a person that treats me this way. Mm -hmm. Looking at the cup halfway full besides halfway empty due to your experience and due to a way of, you know, you don't want to stay in that sunken mind state. You yeah. feel me? Playing, like you said, playing victim to it because when you look at it halfway empty, like, yeah, man, I have, you know, it's you just always talking at yourself, you know, exactly. and it's always you're always pretty much beating yourself up besides appreciating the lesson that you learned from that situation and knowing that that's like you said, a part of activation for you to move on, you know what I mean, and not playing victim, you know what I mean, chilling in that spot where you act like you don't have a choice, you know what I mean, when you definitely have a choice, especially if you at the bottom, that's. Your only choice is up. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, we you all know, got choices, right? You wanted the intent and using that intent to actually move forward with that trust. You feel me? Like yeah. I don't give if, if what happens from here on, it's better than where I'm at. You know what I mean? So, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And that's the practicality too of the mind because mm -hmm. when you're beating yourself up now and calling yourself stupid and I can't do this. Again, your mind doesn't get the joke. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it doesn't it's think that react. way. It going. thinks practically. Mm -hmm. Oh, we stupid. We dumb. Right, well, we sorry. Like, we slow. That. Like, keep that energy. We like, never win. We is. off. Yeah. We, you dig? It's and I only, I only speak that. That that be the difference. Like, mm -hmm. when I'm in them locker rooms, when we, in, when we, when I cuss these niggas out of halftime, mm -hmm. we at the end of the game. <laughs> Even when we down and the game almost over and we can win, I'm still speaking winning. All right, we got it. You're going to hit the shot. We're going to get back. We're going to get a steal. But as they skip, and people are trying to identify, like, what? what is that? Is that courage? Is that I'm trying to focus on what I want. You it's dig what I'm there. saying? We could focus mm -hmm. on losing. Absolutely. Y'all trying to do that shit? Sure, we could do that. Mm -hmm. But I'm giving us some flavor. I'm giving us perspective. I'm mm -hmm. adding the other side to the equation. Mm -hmm. And ironically, when they buy into that other side, we usually win. Mm -hmm. But when they keep that de self-defeated attitude, mm -hmm. you dig what I'm saying? Anything can happen. <laughs> you could win, but you ain't going to get much from that win. Because now I'm in the locker room looking at all y'all sideways. Like, y'all mm -hmm. counted us out and we won. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Don't speak doubt into anything I got going on. This is a part of my self-healing. This is a part of my journey. This is a part of the magic that I have to do. And everybody falls under that brother. Nobody is an exception to the rule. Because if you have exceptions to the rule, then everybody has to be an exception. Mm -hmm. No one is that special that they stand out and they should get different treatment than everybody else. Mm -hmm. Especially the people that respect you. Because they don't respect you if they're trying to change who you are to accommodate them. Mm -hmm. And make it a more comfortable experience of dealing with them. Maybe I'm hard to deal with. But why are you here? Because I didn't invite you. I didn't call you. You called me. So if I'm so hard to deal with, why are you here? Right. See, we just got to ask ourselves the real question. We're going to get the real answers. You need closure to answer that you feel like you already knew. Like, just let me know what the point of this is. Is it to help you heal? Because we was definitely talking about that earlier. Like, people do expect and want and demand closure from somebody else for them just to move on. So then they start playing victim in that. Like, no, you have to come talk. You have to do this and da da da. So it's. Yeah. Letting them not be held accountable for the comeback for the moving on. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So they want to stick with that attachment, you yeah. know what I'm saying, to that person in a way without even saying it. Like, yo, just say you want to be with a person you don't want to move on. You know what I'm saying? Because they reality. value you. Mm -hmm. But we're not working and the, the disrespect and the insult comes is... You didn't give me my credit for that value. Mm -hmm. You did. You did, you act like I didn't have this until you were about to lose it. Mm -hmm. And now you can identify what I do. Mm -hmm. Now you want to service that and nurture that, which shows me you already knew what to do. This is just all your plan unraveling. This is me standing on my truth, which is forcing your plan to unravel. But as long as I go with your plan, just because I don't have another plan, my last plan sucked, or mm -hmm. it seems like a good plan, and these are the reason. Again, these are things just nice to have. Mm -hmm. This doesn't mean this is for you. Right. You got to allow it to come to you. You know what I mean? I hate when people say, you know, go out in the world and create who you are. You attract who you are. You attract what you are. So the things that are closest to you, the things that can't leave you alone, there's something you're giving off that's attracting these things. Mm -hmm. It could be sometimes that fear. Again, they're predators. Yeah. So that fear is what's like, oh, okay, you vulnerable. Mm -hmm. You easy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I and I just, some of this shit, like, I'm just seeing through dialogue. Mm -hmm. People on social media, like, mm -hmm. why every nigga think because I got a kid, I'm easy? 
You dig what I'm saying? So, and, I don't, and I'm not trying to dissect that too much, but, but that may be their truth. So imagine how many men then came at them like that. Yeah. And, and, and let's say maybe that's their sister's truth and their friend's truth. Imagine how many men then came. So now I'm just trying to put numbers together. Mm-hmm. That this is a pandemic. This is happening a lot more than we're addressing, and that's the issue. There's people who's comfortable enough to live with it and do it because they feel, because these people aren't speaking out about it, they're victims, they're vulnerable, they're hurt, they're soft. That's why I had to learn to be direct. I mean, there's so many different levels and aspects of I saw that happen and didn't say, well, she need to be smarter, he need to be smarter. I, I'm, I'm, what would I do in this situation? How would I react to this? Damn, she'd have made a whole paragraph about boy. Would I jump on the comments if I was the baby dad or you feel me? So now I'm living lives by asking those questions, by visualizing that, putting myself in that. That's an experience. That's a life experience. So now I'm using that intelligently in this life for these things. I've learned to not to duck over the ledge and not have to ever bump my head because I learned it was right there. Every nigga go in with a smooth fucking head. He come out with a knot. Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. up. Either he getting a knot in there <laughs> or it's the dope. Right. <laughs> but I need to figure out because I want to go in. I'm trying to see what's in there and I don't want no knot on the right. way out. You dig what I'm saying? So this comes a part of now us living in a way that we can experience the situation without ever having to be in it. You know what I mean? This was mostly like my childhood, basically, like. There were so many street situations I didn't have to go through because my brother was going through it. And I was learning from it. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? And I was watching how it affected him mm-hmm. and how it affected this other party. I watched 